Pet Pals, welcome to the first episode of Social Media Introvert. I am excited to be doing this. I've wanted to do this for a while, mainly because I've done a podcast before when I was in high school and it's like, it was so fun. And I was like, hey, I want to do a podcast again. Here we are. We have a podcast. <laughs> so um, I just want to go through the housekeeping stuff for the first episode so we don't have to go through this every time. There's going to be a new episode of the podcast every first of the month. Obviously, by the time you're listening to this, it's not the first of the month because October, I was working on the Halloween video, which by the way, thank you all for all the amazing feedback on that. Um, it did really well in just one day. I'm surprised, <laughs> but thank you so much. And also thank you for 500 subscribers. Oh, excuse me, 504 subscribers. Gotta include everybody. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much. It happened like fast over the month of October and I t- just thank you, you know, thank you so much. I will be doing something for that in a video. We'll get to that when it happens. So basically the purpose of this podcast is to put underappreciated small creators in the spotlight. So basically, I want to put you on to someone who I think deserves the recognition. So basically, just pick their brain about YouTube and social media and, you know, why they're doing it. But also, I want to pick their brain of them as a person. I don't want the fucking YouTube personality. I don't want the fucking filtered Instagram personality. I want the real you, bitch. (laughs) So the first half of this is going to be a little bit, like, orchestrated. And then after that, it's all, like, random. We just talk about whatever, say whatever do whatever basically so you all can feel like you know the people you support more i guess is the point also if you want to hear someone in particular on the show please feel free to request them to me um i will check them out check out their content this that the third and then set something up and try to get them on the show so every episode is going to be uploaded here on my channel um i asked you guys a while ago if you wanted it on soundcloud or here you all voted for here well actually you voted and requested youtube so it's going to be on youtube every first of the month so um yeah that's about it of everything i need to cover for housekeeping so yeah um enjoy the first episode i'm very excited about this and I hope you all enjoy it as much as I enjoy doing it. Sorry. Okay, today. we're good. I, I'm very, very good. I'm very good. Good. Um, well, I already did my intro and shit. So, um, hello, oh. everyone else is listening. <laughs> Hi. Uh, today's guest on the first episode, the official first episode, is Brendan Miller. That's me, Mr. Irrelevant himself. <laughs> so, uh, basically, I just want to ask you some stuff about YouTube, uh, stuff about you. Okay. Let people know who you are, things like that. Cool, cool. So, uh... Not wearing pants right now. Neither am I. Hey. (laughs) Um, so let people know who you are. Tell them about yourself. Uh, Um, my name is Brandon Miller. Um, I guess you could say I'm a YouTuber. I'm slowly getting back. I used to make YouTube videos all the time. Um, I love, um, YouTube and everything that I like about it in the sense of the creative aspect. Um, I'm very, very into music. I'd say I'm all all around a very artistic person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really enjoy expressing myself, whether it's through video or through um, making music, which I haven't, I've never put out, or writing music or stuff like that. I've never put out. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, fell off the face of YouTube for a while. Fun stuff. Um, I met Mickey at a YouTube event. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have a full-time job. Um, I have a pet cat that I love and hate at the same time. And um, I'm just living life day by day, you know? That's me. That, that's perfect. So this is going to go like this. Okay. Uh, ask you some stuff about YouTube. 
then we just go with random stuff from here on out. For sure. Perfect. So, um, how long have you been on YouTube? What got you into YouTube? Okay. So, I've been doing YouTube since I was about 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, Seriously, I've been doing videos for five, six years. Mm what got me into making videos was um, this uh, YouTuber. His name's Dashy XP, which I'd love to talk about uh, about how I've like gotten to know him. And um, but uh, Dashy XP was a YouTuber. He was a comedy YouTuber, and he made skits. And then he turned to gaming videos. And now he's like a huge channel. Um, it was people like him, Smosh, Fred, which is like back in the day, like crazy stuff like that. Like. Um, I don't know how you say it. I still don't know how you say his name. Like, Niga Higa. You know who that is? Yeah. Okay. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. But um, it's people like that. Those are the people that pretty much, like, inspired me to make videos. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, that, I, that's, that's pretty much it for that. So it's like you just were inspired, I guess. Yes. Incredibly. Mm. Okay. It's that bad. Like, what I did is I, I, like, took, like, little things that I liked, like, little sayings from here, little sayings from here, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of just, like, grew off of that, you know? And yeah. I, like, I think that's what everybody does, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody plans on just, I'm going to go on YouTube, I'm going to act just like this, this, and this, and this, and I'm not going to take any inspiration from anyone else, because that's not true, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not possible. It's, like, one way or another, you're inspired by somebody, whether you know it or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, did I write down my questions? No, I didn't. Fuck. Mm, I'm prepared ass. <laughs> Is that my fault? It's been a long day. How you been? Uh, today exhausted. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, work has been tiring. I had to deal with demanding dancers all day. I feel that. Uh, well, I, no, I don't, I don't do that, but I, know uh, I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I had to worry about trying to get concert tickets, which we got. Me and Lucas are going to see Ariana Grande in March. My girlfriend was just talking about that, but she decided that she was going to save it for something else. So I was like, okay. She was going to buy it. Because she really likes the opener, which is like some girl from Fifth Harmony. Oh, Normani? Yeah, her. Yep. A queen. Um, was she trying to get general admission? Because those tickets don't exist, apparently. Um, I, she said that it was like 180 for like two bad tickets like bad seats mm-hmm. um, because we this weekend we're going to see Travis Scott but we have like nosebleeds mm-hmm. and um, fun thing about the Travis Scott thing is that apparently Drake is going to be there no one is it's like not announced but like it's how at, do you know he's going to be there because it was going to be at one venue that was like um, it was going to be at like one venue in Miami but then randomly it changed to the one that Drake like I guess he co-owns. Mm-hmm. This is what someone told me when I was at work. He co-owns this venue and um he, Drake apparently had concert like a plan like had a concert planned in Miami around that time but he canceled it because Travis was going to be there. So he just moved the moved date it around him. So it sounds like and if you think about it they have the number one like one they both are like at the top right now like when it comes to charts like mm-hmm. they both have a song together called sicko mode and they have a bunch of other stuff that's like huge and like if you just think about it and like i know this guy's trash but kodak black's gonna be there because he just got out of jail <laughs> and, and um he can't leave florida so i mean he, he also has a song, he also has a song with travis scott that's really big right now and then um who else 
Trippy Red's gonna be there. I don't. Do you know who any of these people are? Yes, I know. You know Trippy Red? Yes. Really? Yes. Why are you surprised? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Who else? Who else? Um, you know Sheck West. He's got like Zaga. I think I've never heard that song. It's like the biggest song out right now. Are you serious? I'm serious. I never heard it. What? Bro, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta listen to that. It's so good. I mean, it's called Mo Bamba, mm-hmm. and it, it's by this dude named Sheck West, and it's a little bit unorthodox. Sheck? Sheck. Sheck. Like S H E C K West. Like W E S. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm looking right at you. Like you're you're connected <laughs> to a TV, so I feel like I'm looking right at you. Oh. <laughs> um. But yeah, other than that, that's just been my day. I feel that. Um, for me, I, I I had to wake up at like six or seven, and I was in such a bad mood because, like, for me, I'm very like picky when it comes to my outfits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And my room is a mess. I'm so happy that you can't see it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, it's, there's just clothes everywhere. So it put me in a really bad mood. And I worked from um, like eight till about six o'clock, which was fun. You work in retail, don't you? Yes, I do. Mm. It's a bad. Um, it's not as bad as people think. I'm not gonna, like, I definitely don't think it's for everybody. Um, you kind of have to have, like, uh, you have to, like, um, get rid of your pride and your self-respect to work there. So, that's how that is. This is not promising. Uh, well, I asked because I'm starting retail Thursday. Really? Yeah. Do you mind if I ask where at, or do you want to talk about it off camera? Target. Oh, Target. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, Good pay, like a decent pay for what it is. Yeah, especially being in my area. All I'm doing is folding clothes and organizing the clothes section. So when people like move shit around, I just do that. I see you with the far wanderings hat. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, videos. So Brandon does these really interesting videos, which is the reason why I subscribed to him. Because truth be told, um, I only knew about Brandon from when we did the panel at Plays DC. Mm, 2015 was it yeah something like that we we did a panel years ago yeah and the only way i knew about him was from the tweet the way he announced everyone was on the panel and of course i checked out everyone's content and stuff and i watched brandon stuff and the reason why i subscribed to him was because he was actually genuinely pretty entertaining well thank you you're welcome you never said that to my well i appreciate that thank you i've said that to you before i've said that to you before (laughs) Um, so it's like, his videos are very like, well, you never get bored. They're pretty different. What gives you inspiration for your content? Okay. So there's different types of content that I've done. I'm going to, I'll, I'll comment on the ones that I've done a little bit more recently. Um, so for the, when it comes to comedy sketches, um, it's more so like one of those things where I'll just be at work and I'll think of something and I'll write it down and then I'll go home and then I'll like type it on my computer for hours just even though it's like like a three minute long video I'll type there for hours just thinking of something like entertaining mm-hmm. to come out of it because I don't want it to be stupid to everybody else because like for, for me I just make weird ass like uh, um, ideas come into my head and um, like what I do is I just sit there and I just let them grow mm-hmm. uh, in my room. And then um, when it comes to the reaction videos, which I've done a lot, uh, people don't realize why I do them. I think I do them for views. Like that is a positive thing that comes from it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just like also the ignorance 
of some people showing. I don't do it for views. Like I, half of those videos are demonetized. If I did it for views, then why would they be like, so um, it started when I made a video um, listening to X, like, which is my favorite artist like of all time. His name is XXXTentacion. And I listened to his album 17. And I'm not going to get too into it unless we'll see how where this uh, podcast goes. But I was in a very, very dark um, and different place from where I am now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's because of the artist X that um, I'm out of that. And he helped me a lot through it. So um, when he put out... He put out his first album, 17. Um, not only have I been following him for years, but I kept it on the DL because it's pretty out there music. But mm-hmm. um, like, I wanted to show people that like, I, don't, I, I just wanted to show people his message because I knew I wasn't the only one. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever really get like this in front of people. So yeah, I guess you're getting the best podcast out of this. But no, <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to bring I just wanted to show people this message that he was trying to bring. Um, trying to find that common ground. Yeah, yeah. People. It, so when I made that video, um, the reason why I kept doing the reaction videos after that is because when I first put out that video, it was like retweeted. Like someone retweeted it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an X fan page. And X liked that tweet. Like oh, it was, really? wasn't mine. It was like it was retweeted. Um, and then like put on it some different account like some like someone like took my stuff and like like re-uploaded it if they took like a snippet of it and re-uploaded it and then mm-hmm. he liked it. so then like i know he knows who i am i know he's he knew because he passed away but like i knew that he knew who i was and like from then on i was kind of just like wow like he got to see how it impacted me i want to like let people like bring people into this new light because if i can get to the point where like i'm like talking to the artist like not mm-hmm. like directly but pretty much directly i want to do it with like post malone which is an artist i like mm-hmm. um at bts that i kind of milked out of it because i wanted to try something new mm-hmm. it ended up being my most successful thing i've ever done well, i'm glad you brought that up truth be told because i have some opinions <laughs> on bts <laughs> on the videos oh on the videos yes okay well, um but let me so reaction videos i just try to not push an agenda but kind of like show like uh, i don't know like people i try to put people on that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying because most of those videos they don't have views they don't i don't get money from them um and then what else there's ones where like i sit and talk yeah i sit and talk i, I really like to throw intentional shots but like little baby shots at people mm-hmm. even if they like really didn't do nothing but it's just it's just fun to see what happens. But I think I've grown out of that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But what what is your comment with the BTS? I'd like to hear it. I love I love critique. <laughs> okay, so um truth be told, this is no offense, no shade. Mm-hmm. Um at one point I was honestly sick and tired of your BTS video. <laughs> As was everyone. As was everyone, man. <laughs> like I, it was at one point I was like is this what his channel's becoming now? Just a huge BTS channel? Like, I was like, I want to support him, but at the same time, I'm sick and tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, to keep it real short and sweet, everybody was like that. But the thing is, is everybody that has known me for years was tired of it. But the thing is, is like, in a month, I pulled in like a thousand subscribers and... Like I was getting the first video I did on it got like fifty thousand views. So that means people like 
and it got nothing but like thumbs up the pot the like to like to dislike ratio was like really good so mm-hmm. obviously people want to see me do it again so that's why i kept going and yeah. then when like, one of them underperformed that's when i was like all right i'm done and that was it but that's i i, I kind of got tired of them too because like it got to the point where like i felt like i was doing it for them and not for me yeah. and that's what i started doing and i understand like the whole thing about yeah do things for the people that watch your videos i get that but like there's a fine line between you choosing what you want to do what they want to please the audience yeah so that's why i don't really do any videos with them i may in the future who knows maybe they'll drop the album when i feel like it but if i don't feel like it huh didn't they already drop an album like yeah i already listened to it like the whole time when i took a really long hiatus from youtube and it was because um again not gonna get too into it but i suffer from anxiety and it's very real to the people that don't think it's like a thing mm-hmm. um and i got to the point where like i felt like none of my youtube friends liked who i was anymore because this was after the bts and after the all the k-pop videos and i felt like nobody liked who i was anymore i felt like um all the new friends i had were there just because i was getting views which i was right because they're gone now and like I don't know, like, I, I kind of shut myself out from the whole world. And I was like, okay, well, they like the, like me listening to music on video, so I'm going to do that when this person drops an album, when this person drops an album. And I just kept sitting there and just not doing it because it didn't feel right and didn't feel like something I wanted to do. And it was one of those things where I kind of had to learn for myself what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, that was, like, the longest hiatus I've ever taken off YouTube. And it, it, I came back to it a little bit different. I'm still in the process of coming back, but... I'm trying. <laughs> From like a friend standpoint, it was it was never like it was never like oh, I'm starting like hate Brandon. It was just like I know he can do much more than just a reaction video. That was my thing with the whole entire thing. So I'm like I know he has potential to do something else. Why is he mm-hmm. just resorting to this? Yeah, um, I was I wasn't doing it like again like people like Eric Moran and whatever Nora they they had their own opinions like. Not to name drop, it's no shade. I love them. Those love those guys, but um, like their opinion was like, "Yo, this guy just wants views. He just wants to be famous." And I'm like, "No, I don't want to be famous. I want to make content that I enjoy and that people at home enjoy." And then I crossed that fine line to like, I didn't enjoy it anymore, but they still did, so I didn't know what to do. So I just that's that's all that happened with that. There's no. Um, like I don't have as much ill intent with people as people think I do. Like I don't know. That's why I felt kind of outed by everybody. But it, it was except you, <laughs> except you and Reagan. and Reagan. But yeah, that's that's about that. That's that. Talk I had about, so many questions. about you, man. Talk about you. What about me? Your fa- who's your favorite member at a station? Like honestly, yourself. Perfect. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Oh, by the way, you guys probably don't know this. We did a collab channel together called Say Shook. Oh my God. Terrible. Um, <laughs> so let's let's talk about that because I don't feel like I've really talked to anyone are about we, are, anything. Are we, are we doing tea or no? Sure. This okay, is uh, everything podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, truth be told, going into this idea of the collab channel when it came about, I honestly was against it. But something inside me was like, well, I don't want to seem like I'm being like. A downer of everyone else's ideas so I'm gonna go mm. with it see what happens mm. and boy did something happen <laughs> <laughs> but I, but the thing is with that channel I feel like it had so much potential 
Yeah. But because no like, one... Like a day, we got like 100 subscribers. Yeah, like we grew pretty fast. Yes. But it's like, everyone didn't hold their end of the bargain. And that's my issue yeah. with that. Uh, oh, we can we can talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Because I, uh, I feel like... Like you had, like you all had this idea. Like no shade, Reagan and Nora and I think Corbin, they all had this idea of like, hey, let's do the collab channel, let's do it, let's bring it to life. I'm like, great. This is your idea. I expect you to bring something to it since it's your idea. You contributed the idea, bring something to it. And that was my issue. Was like the people who really didn't wildly want this were doing yeah. the best. Yeah. And the ones who really wanted this were doing the worst. I feel that. And I just felt like... Well, I mean, Nora didn't really want it, but she was doing the best just because she was Nora. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like... If it's something you really wanted, you would have worked hard for it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, like, for my, my... I learned, like, people's character through uh, those videos. Like, I learned... Like, again, no shade. I love him to death. Corbin, um, if you're listening, hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> call me sometime but <laughs> um no i i kind of just learned like corbin is like really serious about his outside of internet stuff like he's really serious about the theater and like for you for example right you didn't really want to do it and that was like i'm not gonna say i knew but like kind of like i kind of it was like kind of obvious that like i didn't i wasn't exactly happy about doing it but i was like i'd love to be in a collab channel i've always wanted to be in a collab channel yeah that was the same um, thing with me like i never done it before i want to try yeah. to see what but like is. but like what would happen was like it's like okay we made the deal like very like at the very beginning before we even uploaded like everybody has this day mm-hmm. everybody upload everybody upload no like no, no late stuff no yeah, yeah, yeah just do it yeah so then in the beginning first two weeks was pretty good and then um I think I forget who left first, Eric or Nora, but um, that happened. And then I, um, like, I started to learn people's character through that. Like, I kind of didn't like how Nora just dipped out, and we never made Lucas an official member. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't like that. But I mean, it is what it is. And then, um, I mean, well, because that was my issue too. I felt like we, with the whole Lucas thing, like, I'm glad we met him, but I feel like. He didn't get the proper introduction. No, no way. Like he probably doesn't like me. Like he probably doesn't like 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 I I would love to have a better relationship with like because my favorite smaller creators of all time on the platform are you and Lucas. You guys are funny as fuck. But like I wish that I had a better relationship with Lucas. Like he probably forgets who I am. And yeah, because because it, it, it was like he was just kind of thrown at us and we had to like mm-hmm. adapt. Yeah, like I didn't even know him. Like yeah, he posted a video and I didn't even know who he was. But then I found his channel. Dude's super funny. You guys should go check him out. Yeah, we love Lucas. Hey, Lucas. Um, hey, Lucas. Can't wait to see you in March for the concert. Um, but I feel like that channel was just wasted potential. And wasted oh, yeah. time. Because like, it's like, if 100%. we weren't going to keep this uh, afloat, we shouldn't have put it together in the first place. Yeah, that's just more stress to add onto our life for no reason. Yeah, especially at the time since uh, you, me, Casey, era, um... And a few other people, we were like constantly uploading at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like dealing with that and trying to keep our channel, you know. And uh, active. I never, I, I've always told you, but I want to say it publicly, mm-hmm. like 
Mickey is one of the most dedicated and amazing YouTubers I've ever seen. And I'm not trying to make your ego big. It's because, like, you genuinely... Huh? I said I don't have one of dad years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um, I'm saying, like, you are... You put so much effort. By the way, congratulations on 500 subscribers. I remember how that felt. That's an amazing feeling. But congratulations. Thank you. Um, but no, he had, like... 250 300 subscribers and this dude was pumping out better content than people with millions of subscribers and it was like even if on stay shook or like if it was anything that was like last minute you couldn't even tell because it was so good like i i always wanted to tell you that man like it's <laughs> so good and i know i know if you keep it going there's no reason why you shouldn't be bigger than like superwoman honestly like because it's only just gonna get better and better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like I, I think it's just how I am. I've always been the type to really put my best foot forward on everything that I do, mm. and I feel like if I don't succeed, it's gonna fail. I feel and that. I guess I'm just like scared. I'm scared of failing. Yeah, that's my thing. That's cool. I, I get that, hundred percent. Yeah, but it's like thanks, Dad. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but where did that come from? The sugar daddy thing. Where did that come from? Oh, that was actually one of my topics I wanted to talk about. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, me and Brandon, I guess it's like a joke between us now. It's permanent at this point. Yeah. Um, where it's like, he's my sugar daddy. And it all started, actually, I know what happened. I bought your merch. The day I, <laughs> I got your shirt. <laughs> and my caption on Instagram was like, oh, I bought my sugar daddy's merch so he can buy me tickets to see Beyonce Coachella. And we just went with it. <laughs> Did you make it to Coachella? No, I never went. I watched the live stream. Uh, I'll buy you the jet next time. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's too late, though. She's not going to perform there ever again. Really? Probably not. What happened? I mean, she's not handlining anymore. She did the handline. She's done. Two weekends. Oh. Done. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we kind of went with that. And then I remember... When, he, when you would do a Q&A, Rachel, which I met through you, because she supported you. She was your, she's, she's so your sweet. subscriber. She yeah, is. God, I love Rachel. She's amazing. She is. Hi, Rachel, if you're listening. Um, she... You better be listening, Rachel. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, she found me through you at Players of DC. Mm. And she kind of like, every time when you did a QA, and a I would always notice you leave a question. Like, oh, when did you become Mickey Sugar Daddy? Or what, what is the whole thing with you and Mickey? And she kind of like added fuel to that fire yeah, <laughs> to yeah, keep yeah. this joke permanent. So it's no matter where I go in life, I will always be your sugar daddy. I, and I appreciate that. I love you a lot. <laughs> as long as you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> but we just kind of went with it, you know. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually doesn't pay me, unfortunately, which is the sad part. Not supposed to say that. Well, Podcast. Well, it's well until you fulfill your contract. Everyone you gets it. to know. Alright, next question. <laughs> this next question. Um. Oh, but back to um, stay shut. Just to kind of close things off about that. Mm-hmm. I still think everyone's very creative in what they do. I'm extremely proud of everyone doing succeeding in life. You know, Casey's going to Juilliard. Corbin's going to his school in New York. Um, Reagan's in school, Nora's in school, doing her business. You just getting through life and getting better with yourself. I'm just part of everyone. And it's like, there's no harsh feelings with anyone. It's just, I wish we could have successfully done that correctly. 
I feel like I feel like this day should never happen. We'd all be close to her. Yeah, because I feel like when things happened, it kind of like divided us a bit. Yeah. As like, time went on. If I feel like if Station never happened, we would have just blossomed as friends, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have. I'm not gonna say we have bad blood because we don't, but at the time we did. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like after they shook, it's just that's when the whole situation that's when everything, you know, everything happened, fell off. and just everyone had a problem with someone at some point. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly think I feel like now we're just trying to like regrow as a group. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, hundred percent. Cause it's like we we aren't. 100% like oh we're like the best friend stage like we were when we first met each other no like, not at all we're not at all slowly getting back to that yeah like but it's of course, it's, along it's the way, more it's it's coming from a more organic place than just youtube it's we're incorporating our real life into it than just social media and i think that's the i thing. think which i think is beautiful that's beautiful yeah and i think that's the thing it's like because to honestly know what a true friend is you have to go through tough times with each other mm, and We've like I love like I love Nora. I still love Casey. I I, I love Reagan. Um, we've been through tough times. Like when my ex girlfriend like hated her, and like that's still Reagan's still one of my best friends. And like there's been tough t- tough times with Eric, which we'll talk about later. But like there's been tough times, 100. percent But I'm happy they happen, and I hope they all know that I love them. Even though I'm really bad at texting everybody, I'm really bad at responding to everybody. It's kind of just like a thing. But yeah, but- I love everybody. Yeah, it's like we have no harsh feelings towards no one. It's just we except, Ma- except Mason. He was never in our group to begin with. So <laughs> canceled. Um, he tried it. <laughs> but he tried to be in our group. Like a playlist, and then then he went and social climbed to Ricky. Oh. That was like before that. He was like he had like some panel, like the smaller channel showcase or whatever. Like he got that, and. He went on to that, and he, like he, when he saw that we were on our own panel, he like tried to talk to I guess Reagan about it, and then from then on he tried to like be in our friend group until he got there, and then that's when the drama happened, and then like a month or two later I ended his career. Well, I never met him, so he was never classified <laughs> as my friend. Such an asshole! Such an asshole. I, I can tell. <laughs> Um, so, like I said before in, in, in uh, words, like I said before in introduction, um, I kind of like, the purpose of this podcast is to put you on to people who I think are underrated. Okay. Reddit has been doing this, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to everybody else. Oh, that's <laughs> Um, so I personally feel like Brandon is really underrated, even though he's been doing YouTube for like years, I still feel like he's small, which is strange to me. I don't know if it's strange to you. Dude, I said I I dream about one day holding a gold play button in my hands. I yeah, dream about it because it's like you've been on for so long, but I think you just really started growing, like when you started like actually doing YouTube content, not just random stuff. Yeah, because like for me, I've learned it's kind of harsh. Um, and again, I'm not gonna get too into it, but like apart from like a lot of people don't realize this they see me online and they see me in the mall and stuff like that and they think i'm such a like i'm not literally exaggerating but like they think i'm like a cooler person because i do youtube and i do social media and that's what i do Mm -hmm. um and they just assume that i'm like so famous Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but in reality it's like I'm scared that like if this doesn't work, I don't have like too much going for me, and it's the thing that I have to think about often. 
uh, like I, I wasn't the brightest in school. I made the really bad decisions in school. I was a class clown, and um, like I don't know. It's just it's it's kind of scary sometimes. I do know what I want to do if um, it doesn't work, but like I, I'm at that time when I was doing it when Stage Shook started, I wanted to like I wanted to try to find a way to make videos the way I wanted to and become something more. Like I wanted to be like, um, who was I watching a lot at the time? I wanted to be like, um, dude, you know Super Mac 18? Really old channel. Anyway, Gen X Pen. I wanted to be like an Andrea Russell, a Kean Lolly, like my biggest inspiration, Kean. But like I wanted that. But then I like learned it's not about wanting fame and money. It's about a little hobby you do it and like like that's how anybody gets big like if, if someone say for example someone's playing basketball every single day in their driveway mm-hmm. eventually they're gonna get really good yeah. <laughs> and they might go on to the NBA mm-hmm. but that's how that's how YouTube is I, I believe but no I just it, it, it took me a while to understand that like I don't have much going for me but um, YouTube is strictly like a hobby like it's like that's what it is now. That's why I don't post every single every single fucking day like of my life and yeah, get no sleep and hate I, myself. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. And I feel like nowadays people are kind of like detecting that. It's like if you're trying too hard, like if we can tell you're trying too hard to be like famous, we're not going to buy it. But it's 100%. like if you we can tell that you like are enjoying what you're doing and you're actually just like creating to like do something new or something mm. we'll, we'll, we'll get behind it yeah. and I feel like and it's true it's scary not you know with the idea of like well if YouTube doesn't work out for me then what you know cause I constantly have that problem it's like well if I never reach that 1000 if I never reach that 1 million what can I fall back on you know mm. I mean yeah I have talents but it's like what if my talents don't work in life you know I feel that yeah So that's like, why that's why I I during my hiatus, I like what I did was I, I was an associate at this one place, and I go to a different place as a part-time manager, and then I go back to that original place I was working at as a full-time manager, mm-hmm. and that was just me like building myself a foundation where I always have a steady income coming in, mm-hmm. so that way I can invest into my hobby like as in a new camera, new mic, all that stuff, but I'm still a a manager at the end of the day youtube yeah. is my hobby that's yeah same thing with me it's like because you like a lot of people need to realize like not everyone solely relies on youtube to pay them or that yeah. youtube is not paying them period so yeah. it's like so it's almost like i hate when i see people like just thinking oh i'm just gonna do this and i'm gonna be famous and i'm gonna get paid and blah 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 but it's like honey you need a job go to school do mm. something with your life because if yeah. things don't work out you're gonna look stupid yeah 100 percent. and it's like i'm kind of like well i'm not like just realizing that i've been realizing that because i've mm. been trying to like find a second job for the longest and thank god yeah. i got one let's go <laughs> so it's like i was like okay doing this as a hobby on my off days it's fun but i need a solid foundation of like i need to branch out somewhere in life that's not on social media mm. so it, it you know it's a process but you gotta find it some way yeah like for me and um when i first started talking to my girlfriend i was like really into it and she introduced me to bts and then from then on i was just growing 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 and then um 
the night I asked her to be my girlfriend, actually, my girlfriend, well, my cat shattered my MacBook screen. And from then on, I have not felt motivated to make any videos. And the reason why, I wanted to just throw this in because it's like a little plug for her and I know she watches like anything I'm in. And she loves you, by the way, Mickey. But um, like she offered, but we weren't even dating. Like she offered to help me pay for it to get fixed. She offered to do all these, buy me a new one. She, she offered, she, out of the kindness of her heart. Like I didn't ask her to do anything. And, um, that's like a little story people don't know. People don't understand. People don't get that. People are just like, who the heck is this girl? She just came up out of nowhere. But that's that's literally what happened. She's like the most amazing girl in the world. I just want to throw that out there. She is. She's very nice. I've met her. Yeah. Fuck my ex. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um. <laughs> so let's get into just life and just okay. random things. All right. So speaking of exes, how like what? Because you never told me the full story. Mm. What happened? Why did you two break up? Oh, me and uh, Kylie? Yeah. Oh, so I was not saying, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, to keep it very cordial and very simple, um, we had different views on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I consider myself to have an extremely open mind to everything. I'm very open-minded to everything, and I, I never judge something before it happens mm-hmm. and um my ex-girlfriend she was very judgmental uh very i'm not gonna say degrading towards me but yes like <laughs> um and like we 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 started dating when we were i was like 15 mm-hmm. and we broke up when i was 19 and clear those are two different people look at 15 year old branded on youtube which is there you can go watch it right now and look at 19 year old branded it's very different two polar opposite people and same thing with her and again nothing but love and respect to her she knows that if she ever needs me just ask um obviously with the respect of my current girlfriend and respect my relationship but like that's all. Like, I, I I have no bad blood. It's just, I don't carry grudges, really. Like, yeah, I'm kind of mad at the whole situation. But it's been, like, a year. I'm, I'm fucking over it. I have the best girlfriend in the world. I'm going to marry this girl one day. Straight up. <laughs> Remember this. So it was just differences. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 100%. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Because I... True, because I remember, like, please, DC, I was like, I want to, I, I kept saying to myself, I want to talk to him about this, see how he's, like, doing, because when a lot of my guy friends go through breakups, it's like, mm. they act like everything's fine, and then, like, weeks later, they're like, oh, I'm just having, like, a bad day, I'm like, really? Like, do you, you want to, do you want to know what happened? What? Like, uh, and <laughs> basically, um, I was with one person all through high school, and all of the years where I was, like, developing myself as a person. So I kind of went crazy and went full manho, and that was around the time that like playlist like like literally we broke up and then a week later we went to the playlist DC and then I came home. I will leave everything else off of the internet because all all I say is my girlfriend changed me for the better, and I could have I could have gone down a really bad path if it wasn't for her. Mm-hmm. Because I personally, it was just like. Because I felt like something was wrong with you that weekend. Like, something yeah, was like... Yeah, that was it. It was literally a week before that, we broke up. Yeah, and I was like, I want to say something to him, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to feel like I'm being nosy or intrusive. Mm. Because, the thing is, 
which is another topic I kind of wanted to talk about with you, is our friendship. Mm. I, first of all, at the time, I didn't feel like we were that close to even, like, talk about something like that. Yeah. So I was like, well, I want to show him that I, I'm trying to be a good friend and try to understand him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, he probably might view that as, like, nosy or intrusive, and I don't want to, like, cross that line and just, you know, make him feel uncomfortable. Mm. Because that day we were going to go to Chipotle, just me and you, the day I brought that shirt, which I would never let go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were going to go to Chipotle. I was like, I think this is my perfect time to ask him about it, see how he's feeling, see how he's doing. But I never did because everyone else joined and it just never came up. So I just kind of left it alone. Yeah. But no, um, I, I, I really, I love all you guys for that weekend. That weekend was like, I'm not going to say it was like an eye opener, but it made me realize like what I was missing because I had somebody down my throat every single playlist I've ever been to before that. Where are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? Or I'd have them with me. I have that person with me and um, she would be just like complaining and like I would, I paid like money, like a lot of money to make sure she could come with me and I took work off so she that way like I could get her and do all these, do all these things and she would do nothing but complain. I'd get her like, I don't know, again, that's just how it happened. That's how it happened on my end of the story. I don't mean to start drama if she does happen to hear this for some weird reason i don't know but like she would do nothing but just complain and that that weekend just you guys treating me like a normal human being which i wouldn't have mind if you asked me like i would i was comfortable talking about it then i wasn't like heartbroken like for me it was kind of just like ah i'm leaving florida so i can relax and finally have time to be brandon (laughs) and i explained this to my friend a little bit like i needed time to I was almost 100% up here in my mental. I was 100% her. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't myself. I didn't know who I was. And that weekend helped me find a little bit of myself. And it just grew from there. And now the, the dope thing about Melanie is like, <laughs> not to keep going back to her, but like I'm 100% myself and she's 100% herself. And it's just, you know, when two things just go, go perfectly together. Yeah. That's how it. Is. That's all it is. Yeah, because I've seen you both in person. It it shows. Mm. You know, it kind of like it works out for you. So it's like it's good that you found someone who, I guess, is your better half. Cliches. Mm. Yes. But it works. And, so and what, I'd be I'd be like in such like I, I don't know where I'd be without her. I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll stop talking about it. No, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like I just I just didn't feel like we were that close to even bring it up and and that's my issue with us now to this day it's like I feel like out of you like out of everyone in our friend group and everyone that we know between other people I feel like me and you we still don't have a like a bond that I have with everyone else it kind of like bothers me because I feel like I'm being a bad friend towards you no not at all I don't see it like that I, I see it the, the, that's the thing I feel I see it as opposite because I never reach out I never go out of my way you know yeah, and like, I can't ex- I can't explain why I don't do that because it just sounds like I'm making excuses but um, I genuinely love you and everybody else that I've met through YouTube I have no negativity towards any of them and if anyone like I'm not picking favorites but I, I got really tired of everyone saying 
oh Reagan, Reagan's your favorite. It's just Brandon and Reagan, Brandon and Reagan. But in reality, like I wanted it to be everyone. Like I loved everybody, but I'm just very when it comes to my anxiety, I push people away. I, I don't want to deal with anyone. And it's not because I don't like them. I just I don't want to hurt people, offend people, scare people with my real thoughts and who I am as a person. So that's why I kinda just like I don't go out of my way. I don't ever feel inclined. Sometimes I do. I do sometimes feel inclined. Like I wanted to wait until I got to speak to you mm-hmm. to tell you like congrats on 500. Like I wanted to wait on that. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't just gonna be like, yeah, congrats. And just comment it. Like say with Kaylee, right? Remember Kaylee Kill mm-hmm. during our panel? She hit like 50,000 subscribers like a week before. I never said congrats. I never commented. Then when I was on the panel in person, she was right in front of me. That and I said it because I don't know. I just, I try to stay off my phone as much as I can, but I'm always on it if that makes any sense. So I just push people away. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I get it, but, it, but it's it's not just because you. I was always jealous of, of your relationships with them. And I was like, why don't I have that? Like, say for example, you, you and Angel, mm-hmm. you guys are like, so and, that, and that's my issue with me and you. It was like I felt like we weren't close enough, mm. and it was like I just feel like we either were not connecting somehow, or it's just going to take time. Because the thing is, I don't like forcing friendships. Yeah, I don't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable because I know how that feels to have someone force a friendship on you. Yeah, and it's like I just wanted it to happen naturally, but I felt like our relationship took time to kind of like grow and it still yeah. feels like that. yeah it's still it's still going like yeah 100 percent. like i just i i don't want to i don't want it to come off like i don't want people to think uh especially you or any of the people at stay shook that happen to watch this or any other youtuber friends that i have like john michael and them i, I don't want them to sit here and think that i think i'm better than everybody so i don't talk to nobody i just it's one of those things where it's in my mental I don't want to bother anyone. And I know that, I know it's everyone's like, oh, well, you're not going to bother me. But I'm like, it's hard to tell myself that. Yeah, and that's that's actually my problem with you. It's like, I feel like when I text you, it's like, okay, I'm, you know, being a burden, you know? (laughs) That's how I am. (laughs) Because it's like, I text you and it's like, you respond later. I'm like, okay, maybe he's like busy. Maybe I'm like bothering him right now. You know, I just see what happens. So it's like, it, it just never felt like that. And I, because I always wanted to like be close with you. Yeah. And particularly now, I think the reason why I want to be so close with you is because you remind me so much of my friend who uh, got killed a few years ago. Oh. And it's like you have so many of the like personality traits of him, and it's like I see so much of him in you. And I saw him like I want Brandon to be my best friend, but it's like (laughs) (laughs) it just never happens. I just I don't I don't want you to think I don't like anybody. Like, I think, I swear Corbin thinks I hate him, or Eric thinks I hate him, or Casey thinks I hate him, or Era. I guarantee Era thinks I hate her. Like, I love everybody so much. I just, I have a problem, like, I used to have a problem with loving myself. And that was a big thing for a while. And my mom always taught me, it's like, can't love someone else without loving you first. And then I just very recently learned how to love myself. Um, Like, and it's kind of hard for me to show that to other people, you know? And like, Mickey, I've always wanted to be like your best friend too. I want to be everyone's friend, but I just, not only do I feel like a burden to everybody because I just have 
a bunch of mental issues or whatever. And a lot of a lot of a lot about me is a mystery in a sense, like I don't talk about what I got going on with most people. Like I don't and know. That's my thing. It's like I feel like your dog is wilding out. Snowball, are you okay, honey? <laughs> so, because <laughs> um, I felt like I always wanted to, you know, no shake to anyone, but I felt like everyone else kind of never showed you like that close friendship besides Reagan. Like they never yeah. really like supportive for you. And I always try to be like Honestly, I honestly, can I, just to interject, I honestly don't know what I did for Reagan to be, to want to be in my life. But I am so happy I did it. Um, I wish... Uh, like Casey and I were still speaking. I wish me and Era would were still speaking and everything. I think it, all it was was um, there was like a little episode that I had where everybody was in a group chat. Everyone, we were all very active in it, and then randomly, like completely unrelated to the whole thing, I just talk about how I'm leaving the group chat. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to be alone. Yeah, because I remember that day. Because yeah, um... you're the only one that reached out. Yeah, because I was like, because I noticed you left, and I kind of like, and we talked that night, and uh, everybody else was like, well, why did Brandon leave? I'm like, and I just kind of told him, like, you know, he's just going through some things, and he just needed some time away, and they were like, okay, and it just went on, Yeah, and it was it. Yeah. But it was I don't like... Know. I, I always felt like, in, in a weird way, and not to make it about me, but I always felt like I was always the outcast, because um, in the beginning, I was all about the, like... I don't know how to explain it, but everybody in the group is very flamboyant and very loud and very there in your face, like themselves. And for me, like I'm like the first year I met you guys, I was excited that I was on a panel. I was like, I was happy that I was even included with a, such an amazing group of people, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like I belong forever. So that's why I always I would always think like you guys are just like. There's another group chat that's out there that I'm not in. That's just all about how bad I am as a person. That's like a real thought I had. Mm-hmm. And regardless of it happened or not, I don't care. But it's like, that is like a real thing that I, affected me. And I, I think that the whole pushing away thing, I feel like that's why a lot of people don't talk to me anymore. It's because of that. Like, and I don't know how to change that. I can't. Do I regret it? No, because I am the person I am today because of it. I'm very happy with myself now. Mm-hmm. But... I think that's that I just I never felt like I truly belonged in the group because we got like all you guys except Eric Eric is not flamboyant at all all you guys are very yourselves and I was still finding out who I was even if you guys knew or not who you were mm-hmm. you guys looked like you really knew who you guys were and it, it came off that way and for you guys came off very confident for me I was nervous the whole time every time I was around you guys because I felt like I had different interests which I did like I had very different interests from everybody, mm-hmm. and I always felt like the outcast. So really? I kind of was because like, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, million percent. Well, because honestly, I felt like I was the outcast among all of you, and the reason why was because I felt like I was. Here was my thing. So this is like when a whole bunch of people were like getting exposed for like um, clout chasing and things like that. And when I met you all and I became all your friends, I was completely mortified because I felt like people will automatically label me as like, oh, you're just trying to be friends with them because they're more popular than you on social media. No, and... I never thought that. I never thought that. Let me say that right now. I never thought that. No, no, no. <laughs> listen. It just, I just felt like I didn't belong, truth be told. I was like, everyone else, they seem like they have things together. You know, they have like partnerships and stuff at the time. 
I just felt like I was like, just like a floater amongst all of you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, and, I'm not going to lie. Like the, the whole me having um, the subscribers I did and the following I did on social media in the beginning of our friend group, because we were all under 5,000 subscribers. We were all under it. But the fact that it was like, I wasn't, I'm not going to say I wasn't at the bottom, but the fact that I had something backing me, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, look, I'm cool. Just like you guys. Because you guys were cool. But for me, I was like, oh, look, I'm cool too. Mm-hmm. I did this by myself. Like, I, I'm cool too. I use that. And that, that kind of like the first time we met, that made me feel good. And then the second time I played with DC, I was very confident with who I was because I had just hit 2000 and I busted my ass for it. You know, and I, I, I didn't have, I feel like I always felt like I had nothing to relate to anybody. Like Reagan is very talking and she's very social and she's very much, she's very confident in herself. That's how she comes off. Mm-hmm. Casey, extremely confident, can yell in a crowd of people and like she'll be fine. Same thing with Era. And then, um, you, you, lo- you got along with everybody. For me, I didn't want to be center of attention. Uh, like when we did the little mob thing where... Um, we were all, all just singing the Jacob Sartorius song mm-hmm. in, the, in the lobby and then everybody came to me in the beginning I hated it but then when everybody came I was like oh I feel cool now which that was like when I thought views and everything were views and money were everything that's when I thought that but then I like learned that's not how it is but yeah I just I don't know I always felt like because like whenever I post something on Twitter right mm-hmm. say it's like about how much I like X mm-hmm. no matter how much of a controversial figure he was people I thought were like my best friends rather than just sit there and be like, okay, they would like attack me. Say for Eric, for example, and I'll hold this on him forever because the the recent like news that came out, X is innocent everything. And I'll show you the recording, but that's whatever. That's another time. Um, but Eric like attacked me on Twitter for being a fan of X. He had no idea why I liked him so much. He didn't care to ask. He was like, oh, you're a fan of X, so you're supporting a woman beater. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I tried to like push the the whole thing. It's like, well, he's not convicted yet, and there's no evidence against him at the moment. Mm-hmm. So then, and then he would be like, well, doesn't matter. You support a woman beater. And everybody would like and retweet that one that he sent. And then I'd just be like left there looking like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So then I would just delete my tweets. And that was like where the, the anger came from. It was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kept started pushing everybody away. But yeah, I, I always felt like the outcast because like I was always trying to be myself, but it always felt like it wasn't good enough. If that makes any sense. No shade to everybody. I love everybody now. I don't give a fuck if you don't like who I am now. I'm gonna be myself, but that's what it is. Yeah, because that that's kind of my thing. It was more because I felt like I was like the new guy because I, I felt like you all knew each other more in the group than you all knew me and i think I, just, I met you that morning right yeah we met that day yeah and i just and from that weekend on i just kind of felt like okay they all must have some like previous relationship with each other i'm just like here and when it comes to like the numbers of subscribers and stuff like that that was a, a huge part of kind of like what screwed me a little bit about how I uh, perceive you all, it was because like I only have like two hundred, or I don't know how many I had at that time. But it was like two hundred, and yeah. I was like the smallest out of the whole entire group. And I felt like I how did that belong. feel? How that how that you just felt like you didn't belong? Yeah, like I, when you going into it, going into it right before you even know who we were, mm-hmm. you would just see Nora's at like four k. I'm at like one, and then Casey's at like three. How did you feel 
going. I've always, I thought about, I've always wanted to ask you because I didn't want you, I, that whole weekend, I like made it my goal. I want to make sure you feel included. So that's why I always, I was talking with you. I was always walking with you. And so that, that was, that was that. But how did, how did that feel? It felt, to feel like I wasn't included sometimes, it felt kind of rough because already I have an issue with like, you know, being social. And then it kind of, it was kind of a tough time. Because I remember that week when I came home, I just felt, I I almost felt like I was going to have like another depression moment because I was like, yeah. I like I felt so alone that whole weekend for some reason. Mm. And it that's was how like, it was this most recent playlist live yeah. in Orlando. And, and it was like I just felt like I didn't amount to everyone else, and they probably view me as like some amateur. And it was hard to kind of deal with that. But no, like. Mickey, I'm saying this on camera and I'm saying this on podcasts and I'm making it concrete and you better put this in. Don't cut this out. Mickey, like I I want to be by your side with a lot of creative endeavors. I feel like you're the most creative person out of everybody. Um, stay shook. That's no shade to everybody. Congratulations to Nora on her far wonderings thing. I guarantee I asked her. I had a conversation with her, very productive conversation with her about where she would be in five years with that company and like i know i know casey's gonna go on to be something amazing that just the school she's in and juilliard for the viewers at home juilliard is like a ridiculous school to get into yeah it's like top of the line performance art school yes I that's like no, that's, I that's <laughs> yeah that's number one school right there and she got in so i know she's gonna be great um reagan she's on the student government at her school and she loves it and she takes it very seriously and that's amazing that 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 shows like she doesn't see it now i'm sure but she that shows where she will be and how she will carry herself in the future plus she's really well, talented she can yeah. sing make write songs take pictures she's talented yeah and like corbin that dude i guarantee one day he will be on broadway i what i i will put my life on the line and say it because this dude he sleeps and breathes broadway that's all he does and it's great like i'm happy he has that you i think you can be whatever you want that's what the beauty is with you that's why i want to be a part of whatever you got going on like i just want to be a part of it and that's and how with- i feel about you it's like i feel like i always tell myself i feel like brandon's gonna make it you know like he ha- like he seems like he has everything together he understands social media people automatically like him you know he's like really already- yeah I, that's how i felt i felt like you know you were like already um, you know, bumping elbows with like big name celebrities like uh, JC. You know, like when you used to talk to him. I don't know if you still talk to him. Oh yeah, yeah. We were DMing back and forth about Playlist Orlando, and things just fell through. He got very busy, but like I'm, you can, people still call me a lot to this day, and then I show them the DM just to look, get the look on their face. But we really were DMing. I'll just, hold on. I'll pull up. Keep talking. I'll pull them up right. Now. <laughs> but um, I just felt like you automatically had like that, I guess, key to like growth. In popularity, and I felt like I want to support him. I want him to feel like it's genuine support, and not just oh, because you know someone, I'm supporting you. But more like it's just genuine. I'm showing him the DMs, everybody. That's yes, the account. The DMs. All right, let's go to the direct message button. Boom. All right, hold on. It started with me being a little fanboy. Mm-hmm. Boom. Like it, it really it, happened. They are there. It happened. The DMs it are happened. there. You can't see it, but it's there. <laughs> um, but I just felt like you had everything figured out, and I was like, he's gonna make it someday. And I would genuinely like to show him my genuine support without seeming like, you know, I'm just I, doing I it noticed. More. I, Mickey, don't don't get me wrong. I noticed everything. I noticed it. 
yeah but i still felt like you had like that little voice in your head like okay keep an eye on someone or keep an eye on me because you know you might be doing it for just like popularity which was never the case never never I generally never. wanted to support the only you. people that i've ever met like before i was in like a traditional collab channel i was in an actual collab channel that i co-owned called film bros mm-hmm. and there's a guy in there um, he doesn't do YouTube anymore, so I, I don't care speaking on his name. I'm not going to say his name or anything like that, but he was in it for the views, the subscribers. When I passed his, when I, my main channel passed his collab channel or whatever, um, in subscribers, he like took offense to that. And like, it was, there was an argument from that and literally any ideas I would give the channel like normal after I passed it with subscriber count, he just did nothing but like say no and how I'm just trying to take over and I'm trying to make the channel mine, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then the next thing I know, I cut this dude off. We have a really big falling out and that's it. Um, but I just, I, I don't want, I don't want you to think I'm thinking everybody is a social climber. If anything, I think of me as a social climber because I made reaction videos and that's how I got a majority of my following as of right now. Um, but I don't want you to think that no, I don't I don't and never have thought of you as a social climber. I just thought about you being a genuine person. I think that anybody is a genuine friend until they give me a reason to believe otherwise. Well, I appreciate that because it actually kind of makes things like easier. Good. <laughs> With, Good. Because it's like I... Cause I guess were you I'm scared to ask me? Were you scared to ask me? Be honest. Were you scared to ask me for this first episode? Like after? No, I, it, no, right? it wasn't that. It, it, I wasn't scared to get to the first episode. It was just like putting it together. I was kind of like nervous about because, like I said, I always felt like I was like bothering you whenever I texted you. So it's like everyone says that. Like I, I promise you, I, I'm just really bad at communicating with everyone. Yeah, but it, it was like trying to get him on here is like going to like kind of bother me a bit because it's like <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna like actually pull through. But here you are, and <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's just like I said before. I always wanted to have like a very strong bond with you, mm. and it's like same. We, I feel like, because we're both pretty similar, and the reason why I also feel like I'm gonna have a strong bond with you is because people just assume we are like a great pair. Like whenever we work together, it always goes well. Yeah, dude. I that's one of my favorite videos of all time. Yeah, mine's too. on your channel, on your channel, the 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 whisper challenge, uh, whisper challenge. Oh my god, I fucking love that video. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. Because, like, the first, like I don't remember acting like that much of an idiot in the first couple seconds. Like I don't remember <laughs> that, but it, like you edit it so beautifully and it came out so good and the chemistry is there. You could tell. Yeah, because my one of my uh, one of my Daniels that I know from YouTube, he texted me. He's like, "Yo, how long did you?" How long do you know this brand again? I'm like, a year or so. Why? He's like, really? I thought you guys probably knew each other since like high school. I'm like, no, we just met <laughs> not too long ago. Because people, like, people think we're a good pair together, and I was like, well, that's great. They they can see we can get along on camera, but it's like I want that off camera. Yeah. You know, I kind of wanted to make it the same thing because I feel like we have a lot in common. We kind of just there's something there, but it's like we are both so distant mm. you know because i because i do the same thing sometimes with pushing people back when i get depressed mm. i do i'm not really active with anyone and i feel like and because of that i've lost friends because i feel like i'm not reaching out to them that's that's what happened with i'm so glad that this trip that just happened in saint augustine i'm so glad that it happened even though 
my car got totaled while that was happening. But like, I'm really happy it happened because Nora and I, we hated each other. Like we hated each other and I wanted to do nothing but be your friend. Mm-hmm. And she was like definition of funny to me. Yeah. And if this trip wouldn't have happened and we wouldn't have a, for those of you who don't know at home, we took a trip to St. Augustine as a group. Um, it started off as like the full stage show group, but then just things got in the way and ended up being like a handful of us. And it was me, Nora, Reagan, Isaiah, you guys don't know him. Um, our Caraba's waiter, you guys don't know him. <laughs> um, Era, and I forget, there was someone else. I don't remember her name. But it was like, it was a lot of fun. And me and Nora, we were all together as a group and we just started talking about what we didn't like about each other. Got it out of the way, we hugged it out, told her I loved her, told me she loved me, that was it. And I'm happy it happened. And I, I just, because I did push every, I did push everyone away. I pushed everyone away, 100%. Like you, um, Reagan, um, Casey, Era, everybody, Eric especially. Like I should have just been mature with Eric and just like squashed it right there, but I didn't want to. But um, I, like I, I regret it because you guys made my life better, but I was at a point where I didn't see that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I just, I genuinely want you guys to know if you guys are listening that I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to at all. I love all you guys so much. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, because hopefully from having this conversation, we can kind of like develop as friends. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like this needed to be said. Because I, I don't, I don't want <laughs> to... I don't say I desperately wanted to be your friend, but <laughs> but I but I did. I don't know what, I'm, not even, I'm not even all that, Mickey. <laughs> You're like the coolest. Like, I mean, I'm not picking favorites, but it's like if I had the choice between hanging out with like anyone else all day at like a playlist event or you, I would pick you because it's like there's something there. But we're still I agree. To, I agree. Yeah, I agree. but we're just still trying to figure it out, or we're just too busy for each other, which sucks. Yeah. But here documented in audio, so you all can hear this. Me and Brandon yes. are going to make a, a change. Look at me eye to eye, Mickey. Yeah, eye to eye. Okay. <laughs> From here yeah. on out, yes. <laughs> we're going to put more effort into our friendship. Yes, we're going sir. to check in more with each other, see how we're yes. doing. Whether it's a good day, bad day, we're going to check in. I agree. And go from there. To the point where, I don't know, we're moving in a house like Keenan JC and we're the next Keenan JC. Dude, that's even so much fun. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, I'm happy we had this conversation because that actually puts a lot of like just bad thoughts I have about being you to rest. Good. I'm glad. Before we get to another topic, let's go ahead and knock these questions out because we do have questions, which I collected at the last minute because I was busy today. <laughs> Um, so each podcast, I'm going to have you all who are listening actually get some questions on social media prior. I promise it would be prior from now on out. Um, so we have four questions uh, from Brandon's Instagram. I got none. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's start with the first one. Underscore Bavanti. Can you say Kira is the coolest? Please, thanks. Kira is the coolest. There you go. <laughs> Next is from Goober177. If you could travel anywhere on Earth, but be forced to live there, where would it be? So, like, wherever so I had, pick, I have to live there. So, you have to travel and you're stuck there. 
Oh, okay. Um, I would either do Hawaii mm-hmm. or. That's a cliche. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> think about uh, it. Hawaii or um, I want to say either Italy or France. Oh, same. Yeah. I would either do like France or like Japan. Yes, I agree. Uh, I just wish I could travel more. Truth be told. Yeah, same. I'm going to LA in February with uh, Melanie. Oh, fun. What are you guys going to do out there? Um, well, she's been up there before. Um, but I've never been there. So we're just going to... Hopefully, we're just gonna go to all the touristy shit and enjoy each other's company. We definitely want to go to the fashion district. Me and Melanie have gotten, in the time of my hiatus, me and Melanie have gotten very into fashion, extremely into that. Well, Melanie's always been into it, but I'm not even gonna lie, like she kind of inspired me to really get into it. She wants me to become like, she wants me to try to like go to open calls for modeling. Um, yeah, and because because of like, for those of you who don't know, I'm six foot two. I'm 145. I'm six foot two. I have semi, like, pretty straight teeth. <laughs> pretty straight, because I lost my retainer. Um, and I'm like a, between 145 and 150 pounds, which is exactly what most modeling are looking for. And my girlfriend is so supportive. She's like, you guys don't get it. Like, she is like pushing for me because she really believes and i know whenever she really believes something and whenever she's telling me something she's right it's probably gonna it's probably gonna work like she she's very smart she doesn't give herself credit for that Truth be but, told, i'm pretty sure she probably signed you up for audition and didn't tell you really already <laughs> <Think> so? <laughs> yeah i mean if she wants you to do it and she's like i'm sure she's probably gonna do it behind your back I'm like okay great you have audition in february <laughs> get ready <laughs> she sent me like a uh a bunch of links and she lives the one that's like in Miami that has open calls like every Thursday and uh, I'm gonna give it a shot I'm gonna set up a portfolio and I'll be give it a shot yeah you should go for it I wanna see the pictures you pick for your portfolio that'll be very soon that'll be soon I'm doing that very soon like in the next month next question comes from John Michael Do you, have you ever met John Michael? yes we met at Playlist only though uh, remember we were yeah. like hanging out with each other <laughs> I love John Michael so much well dude. I didn't really meet, meet him we just seen each other. I was like, oh, that's Brandon's friend. No, actually, I lied. We met at Place of DC. You yeah, introduced me to him. Right. Yeah. And then, so, like, we know each other. We know we both exist. Mm. <laughs> but yes. that's about it. Yes. Um, his question is, cities you like to live in? Cities I'd like to live in. Well, I don't know why he asked that, because he knows. We talk about it all the time. But... Um, LA, I'd love to live in LA. Calabasas, I'd love to live in Calabasas because I'd love Kanye as my neighbor. Uh, uh, <laughs> and the Jenners and all that as my neighbor, even though we're gonna ignore the controversy, controversy behind Kanye. Um, but <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, you guys don't see it, but Mickey's rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would also love to live um, in New York, specifically the fashion district. Um, I would love to live in um, Odd one is uh, Ottawa, Canada, which is the capital of Canada. It's like a beautiful city, and I'd love to go there. I've never left the country. I'd love to live in, um, uh, what's that another one? Uh, Paris. Paris would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just only real reason is because I feel like that's where a bunch of creativity is. And I vibe, like, I, if, if, if it's a situation where there's creativity involved, I tend to do better. I, I love to be in. Uh, areas where there's a lot of creativity happening 
at one same. place. At, that's the same with me. See, this is why we need to talk more because we have a lot of comments. <laughs> because I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. It's like I kind of like vibe off of like creative energy. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to work harder. But, you know, however the future turns out. That's how I look at it. Like, I'd love yeah. to live there, but I could end up in like Idaho growing potatoes. Oh, but if I'm happy, it is what it is. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And then we have a question from Jesse Renee. Favorite memory with John? John Michael's girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. They just they just started dating. Oh, well, congratulations, John, if you're listening. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, favorite... I, think we're going on a, I think we're going on a double date soon, me and Melanie and those two. But anyway, keep going. Um, her question is, favorite memory with John? <sighs> okay. For those of you who don't know, John Michael Rosario is a YouTuber um, that needs to post more. That's first. That's number one. Um, he is um, the way we met is very strange. Um, that's a memory in itself. Um, How did you meet? I, I was filming an Omega video when I was at like 800 subscribers. Mm-hmm. A video for Omega, like that's it. And I bump into this kid that says he's into fashion has white hair like his hair is like dyed white and he has about 800 subscribers as well mm-hmm. and we just started talking back and forth and we started vibing like really vibing and then we exchanged social medias that was it we never spoke again and then this dude moves to Florida an hour away from me and he's like I'm going to playlist for the first year ever let me ask this kid I met from Omega if he's going to play this. So he messages me, and we started on Omega, and we met and became best friends in real life. And um, some really fun moments I've had of him with him. Um, we filmed our first video together um, in a Target. <laughs> like it was so, it was a challenge video. We filmed in a Target, mm-hmm. and everything about it was like. It was amazing because we just clicked. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but he, we have the same sense of humor. We look up to the same people, um, and it, it was it, it was just very organic after that. And then we went to um, like a month later, months, almost a year later. Um, we hung out. Just no, we didn't really plan on filming. I brought my camera just in case I was going to vlog, but we didn't plan on doing anything. And we were just walking around downtown Orlando, and I was getting to know him a lot. That's what I love. I love it when I'm with a personality online mm-hmm. without a camera or without any social media being involved. And I learned how he is as a person. I learned how he, like, his goals in life and everything that he wants to do. He is such a creative guy, and he doesn't give himself enough credit. And he's so talented. He picked up photography in like a month or two, and he's a beast at photography. Like, this guy's amazing. And that is probably my favorite moment with him. And I'm sure he said the same thing is um, being in downtown Orlando, just walking miles, just getting to know each other, running from security and parking garages. Like that's like fun stuff that like, I love that guy so much, man. Shout out to John Michael. He seems pretty nice. I don't know him that much, but he seems pretty he has, cool. Oh, he has not a mean bone in his body. He's the nicest guy ever. He'll never throw shade to anyone. How have you been? We've been talking about me this whole time, but like you say, oh, I'm just getting by, just doing my thing. What's the nitty gritty that I don't know well, that you're like, comfortable talking about? 
which of you does is just like struggling to get that second job that I got now. Yeah. I've been trying to get that for like months. Mm-hmm. And it just never worked out. And that kind of put me in a depressive state for a while. I feel that. Because I felt like I was just failing at everything. I kind of like just kind of slowly eased away. Of course, no one know that because I pre-recorded my video. So it seemed like yeah. I was active, but I wasn't. I feel better. Good. I think about myself. I, I, like I said, I just feel like I was a failure. I was just losing that everything. You know, just getting by at this point. And, I get that. Yeah. Trying to, I, I don't know, make a name for myself on YouTube at this point, I guess. I mean, 500 is a start, man. Yeah. I don't know, because it's like sometimes I feel very doubtful about my channel. Why? I feel like either I'm not doing something right, people aren't enjoying what they're seeing, or they aren't enjoying me. Mickey, I guarantee you, and I speak for every viewer that you have, we love your content. Please don't stop. I mean, I don't want to, but like, there are times I contemplate just deleting my channel out of the blue. Oh, 100%, yeah. Okay, so the way, I, the way I look at it is like this. It's like, for me, I would love to explode on YouTube, never have to lift a finger again in my life. Mm-hmm. I would love to not have to wake up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. every single morning or every other morning to go open a fucking retail store. Yeah. I would love that. There's, a, there's this artist I really don't like. Um, because of his comments on uh, an artist that I really like called Lil Peep. Um, his name is Russ. I, okay, so Russ, I don't agree with a lot of his views. He disrespected a dead man, and I don't, I don't appreciate that at all. I, th- I think that that's like not unforgivable, but like you're a fucked up human being. That's, that's a cool thing to say. Or if you think you're being a little ch- social justice warrior champion or whatever. Unless it's like Adolf Hitler, then you can disrespect Adolf Hitler all you want. But like, he's just an artist that overdosed, you know? But anyway, I don't like I don't like Russ because of that. His music, it's fine. I can tolerate it. Like, there's some songs I like. But he did this interview, right? Where he was explaining, he's like, see what happens to like 99.9% of people, of creatives, like in the search for that fame or money or success whatever that may be to you that success mm-hmm. it's like a pyramid and they're going up the pyramid and they can get off whenever they want and the thing is some people they just stop right before they hit that pinnacle that launches them to it mm-hmm. so for me i'll never stop because it's my hobby because i genuinely believe one day if the universe if the universe wants it to happen it's gonna happen yeah. if i genuinely want it to happen in my life it will happen so that's that's just like i feel like to the people I gave up, um, I hope they thought about that before they did. Like, oh, they're probably like Casey, for example, or Nora. Like, they they were like literally moments away from a viral video. They could, it was gonna happen, like regardless. Like, it would have happened. And um, like, I'm not talking about like fifty thousand views viral. I'm talking like millions of views. I knew it would have happened to one of them, but they 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 stopped before they hit that that little bump. Yeah, that's my issue. It's like, because I don't really, I've kind of trained myself from when I first started about like, like not worrying about the numbers and stuff, but it's like, when you just can't help but to see how slow you're growing, especially as like a small channel, it, it's tough, mm. you know? And it's like, I don't know if I'm on the right path. I don't yeah. know if, you know. The toughest thing, the toughest thing that I've had to face since starting my channel 
was when I was pulling in a thousand subscribers a month, a hundred thousand average video views a month. Mm -hmm. Like that, when I was pulling that in and watching it all go away, yeah. my social blade turned red. I started thinking about numbers again. I didn't think, care about numbers when I started doing it. Like Eric Moran swears up and down. I did that just for fame. Like he swears up and down. I do it just because I want fame and I want views. And can I interject real fast? Mm -hmm. Anybody that says you're just doing it for views, obvious fucking Lee, I'm a YouTuber. What yeah, the fuck? What, what the fuck? That's not even a. That's not even an argument. So anybody that ever said that, fuck you. That's not a thing. Shut up. Like, but, like, Eric Moran talked about like, oh, you're just doing this for views, doing this for views, doing this for views, and then next thing you know, he makes a video on Logan Paul, moments after he vlogged the Japanese suicide forest, mm -hmm. and that's his biggest video he's ever had, and that's why he gains so much so fast. But then he's so silent about, oh, views, 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 that's all you want. Now he's quiet about that because if you think about it, that's what he does now. And I think he has an understanding, the same understanding as me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really easy to get caught up in the numbers. And then when, when you're physically in it and it's happening to you, it's really easy. What I'm saying is like, it's easy for people to criticize and be like, oh, you just care about the numbers, blah, blah, blah. But then when it's happening to you. You understand. Yeah, you understand it. Mm -hmm. like. And again, no hate to Eric. I love that guy. We're we're slowly working on making our friendship good again. But that's just that's just how it is. But it, it's also just because I feel like I'm wasting some of my good ideas. One, <laughs> the worst time. It is like. Yeah, but, but the thing is, Mickey, is like you are the type, and you don't. You're not going to feel it right now. But you're the type of person that if you have a good idea once, you'll have a good idea again and again and again. And again, and it won't go away. You will always have a good idea. Mm -hmm. Even if it's very last minute, you'll think it's bad, but everybody thinks it's amazing. Like for me, for example, I guarantee there are videos on your channel that you don't like, or you don't like as much as you like other videos. Mm -hmm. But like, I love your content. Like just because we see differently, as in um, our standards. Mm -hmm. I mean, my standards are super high. Almost every video I've put out in the last month, I hate. But people love it. People are like, oh my god, I'm so glad you're back, Brandon. Like, I'm like, whoa. I mean, that's how I feel about like some of the videos I put out recently, like my Halloween video. I was terrified to put that out, mm. and in one day, it just got like a hundred views. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I felt like it was like so incomplete, which was because yeah, so everyone didn't, you know, do their parts, but. Mm. I worked with it yeah. and made things work, but I was like, people are gonna notice that things aren't right, and they're gonna critique that, and it's gonna make the whole project fail, and everyone involved is gonna feel like they wasted their time. Mm. But then it kind of went well, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe, I guess, people like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do I like it? I'm learning too, but, you know, yeah. it's out there now. May I have your opinion on something? This is a different topic. So, I've done a pretty good job with staying away from drama. Mm -hmm. There is something that has come up in my radar that is something I want to put fire to, you know? Mm -hmm. Part of me is very like, no, let them have their fun. Let them be fucking edgy ass kids, whatever. Okay, do you remember when somebody made like a hit series on me and Casey? 
It was like a year ago. It years was like ago. the guy was like posting videos about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he has friends. Um, and these friends I got really close with because I squashed everything with the guy that made the hit series on me. Because like I don't drama is not my priority. I got really close with these guys. I I'd play video games with them, I'd live stream with them, I'd text with them, I'd be I'd Snapchat them all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then um one of the guys, his name's Jim Balls. <laughs> yeah, I he, met him. Okay. So Jim Balls. Um, he asks me to be on a song. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, that's fine. So I lay down like a like a quick verse. I just did really fast. And I guarantee nobody's heard it. But fire verse, let me just say that. But <laughs> um this guy, he, he makes music or whatever. I don't know if he's serious. I don't know if he's not. But um, he um, chose to talk about, and you know, on the same album that he made, mm-hmm. something very serious to me. Um, and for example, like this is not even for example. This is what he talked about. Do you remember when um, I made videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I went through the whole thing of my grandfather passing away? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in the video, uh, my grandpa passed away from cancer. Uh, he had stomach cancer and it spread to his whole body. In, in the video of the song, I listened to it. I forget what it's called. Um, doesn't matter. It's fucking trash. Um, he, the chorus is something like, your channel is cancer that passed away. And he says that over and over and over again. And then he keeps talking about how I'm exploiting my grandfather's death for views and talking about how I'm just doing the reactions for views. And he's being completely disrespectful to my like grandfather. He was probably the most important person to ever come into my life. Mm-hmm. And this guy has been like talking shit, trying to be edgy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give this guy attention, but I kind of do. <laughs> I mean, because... The thing is, I, if you never told me that, I never would have known. Because exactly. I see him on social media, like, interacting with you. He tries to. I don't yeah. interact. He tries. Like, we used to, and then he... That happened, and then I was on, like, an Instagram live stream uh, talking about how much I didn't fucking like that he did that. Mm-hmm. And I said it. I didn't hold his name back or anything. And he... Him and the other guy on the, the song, like, it was three people, and the guy that made the hit series was on it. He never spoke about it once. The other guy... Um, Jim Balls and the other guy, Pemmin, they were like going in on me for no fucking reason. Like, I did nothing but be nice to these guys. I don't know who the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just nice to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never was mean to them. I always treated them with kindness. I never gave them shit. And they saw that I was on the Instagram live talking about the song. Mm-hmm. And they could tell I was mad because it's like, you're talking about my. My dead grandfather mm-hmm. and um like it's fucking youtube and you have 168 subscribers and the other guy has like fucking nothing and do you really think you're gonna get somewhere like you're like yeah, I, okay if it's a youtuber with millions of subscribers saying that 100 they will make a profit from saying that yeah they'll be like oh you're fucking savage oh but if you get 12 views a video What's the what's the fucking point? So anyway, he, they're on Instagram Live. They send me these long ass paragraphs talking about how sorry they are, and they did it at the same time. So clearly they talked about it, mm-hmm. and I did not respond. I left it on red because 
I don't want them in. I don't want to be a part of whatever they got going on anymore. I don't even follow the Jim Balls guy anymore. Um, the Panaman guy, I don't even follow him. Like, I don't, I don't. But he's always trying to, he's trying to like force himself back into my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like that at all. Like, I don't, and I don't, I want to like just go in on this kid. Like, I want to do the same thing I did to Mason tenfold to this kid. Cause I have so much dirt on this kid. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. If you just look at his social media, there's the dirt itself. So I just, I want to do that. But like at the same time, I don't because it's not it doesn't matter like it, it doesn't it's like nothing it's just, benefiting from it yeah it's just a fucking internet troll yeah if anything all i do is name the title he disrespected my good my dead grandfather that i get a couple thousand views that's it yeah i mean because if i mean if you do want to say something about it i'll just say talk to him directly yeah because there's no point in trying to like make it public shit i lost my train of thought there's a say it to him privately no, I was going to say something else with that. <laughs> um, but it's like, when it comes to drama, I feel like people think that's the easiest way to, like, I guess, grow on this platform. Mm-hmm. Handle it simple, privately. Okay. You know, and just keep it from, like, the public. Because, like, of course, it's going to go to, like, okay, well, I'm going to like his tweet. I'm going to retweet his tweet. And, you know, I'm yeah. going to just pick sides just from social media. But it's like, just talk to him privately. I got you. Okay. You still have the floor if you want, because I do have a few other things I want to talk about. No, let's hear it. Well, do you have anything else you want to kind of like? Um, not really. Um, everybody subscribe to Mickey if you're still here. If you guys are still here, comment. Um, foot fungus, just so we know. <laughs> so, we kind of like I guess talked about it throughout, but I just wanted to like talk to you more about like X, you know, as a like how he helped you. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Because here's the thing. I, you know, me and you, we always joke about, you know, when he, like, his music. We've always joked about that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I understand his music is not normal. Like, I get it. But it's like, I feel like, as a person, I feel like he had good intentions from what it seems. Like, even through his music, like, once you get past, you know, his, you know, like, everything else, you kind of, like, listen to the message. It's like, okay, well, he has good intentions. Yeah. And it's like, how did that really, like, let's see, how I want to put this? How did that put an impact on you? Like, when did you realize that his words actually put a real impact on you? Um, I'll be honest with you, Mickey, I don't cry often. And um, I really realized that he helped me through the toughest times of my life. Like, I have a lot of family things I have going on. I never tell anybody. Like I have a lot of things going on at work. Nobody will ever know. Um, it's things like that. Like I had a lot of stressors coming at me. My brother is like a form of mentally disabled. My mother to the same degree. Guarantee you didn't know that. So it's something like it's stuff like that. So I have a lot of things that are going on. And I don't talk about because I'm not a crybaby and I don't sit there and make excuses for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, X was in the same boat as me. Like he had almost nothing. Like he, like he would help everybody except himself. And then it ended up tearing him apart. And um, I found love in his music. First it was just like, oh, this guy's music is dope. Like, oh my God. And then like, 
you listen to his music, like、uh, he has a song called "A Message to Tina Belcher," which is a fan of his that like wanted to like kill herself,、mm-hmm. and he made a whole song dedicated to her, and the, the title was "A Message to Tina Belcher," that was about why she shouldn't, and him talking to her through the song. And then another example, Jocelyn Flores. That all is all about a song that's like one of his really good friends that killed herself,、mm-hmm. and like he, even though I ne- I didn't know him like as a person, something about his music and his art was so genuine and so real and so raw,、mm-hmm. it like hit a nerve for me. And every time I listen to his music. If I'm mad, I listen to the really hard-hitting stuff, and it makes me happy.、Mm. If I'm really sad, I listen to the sad stuff, and it makes me feel better. Because he talks about the same struggles I've had in my mind. I'll drop a bombshell right now. When I turned 18 years old, I blew out the candles, and I wanted—I wished that I'd be dead within the next year. By the time I was 19, that's a big bombshell. I have not talked about much.、Mm. And、um, the main reason why.、Um, Me and him, like me and X, I'd say. Sorry, I'm kind of getting like choked up.、Uh, the, um, he had such an impact on me because I, I was the outcast, and I always felt like the outcast.、Mm-hmm. And I finally saw some guy that made music I loved and made everything that I loved, and genuinely just loved his craft, which is extremely misunderstood, like myself,、mm-hmm. going through the same exact thing, which I've never seen before in my entire life. And ever since then, like, like I've been obsessed. I've been a fan, a ride or die fan. And、um, I saw him live in concert. Fan, like my love for him grew more. I saw him live again. He performed right next to me. I spoke words to him. He spoke back to me. And that, like, swear changed my life. Like, swear. <laughs> and、um, hold on、yeah. a second. I have to relocate because my computer's about to die. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So be right back. Okay, I'll just keep. I'll just keep talking for everybody. But、um, X is like an extremely misunderstood character that he always wanted to do something good. Ever since he was in the limelight and he was making music, he just wanted to be good and close-minded people and people that were just like reading a headline and they weren't going on about anything else. They just were. Assuming he's the worst person ever, he's a monster. The media wanted to make him look like a monster, but then after he's dead, the media tried again to make him look like a monster. But then it was exposed. In reality, the charges were dropped because they didn't have any evidence. And he also like, and there was like a recording that said like he confessed, confessed to like beating her and to like doing all these things and stabbing eight people. It was doctored audio. That and then if you listen to the full audio. He stabbed people that were trying to jump him when he was by himself, and he never beat his girlfriend. <laughs> Mickey's back now, guys. But back to the whole thing of like, I don't cry much.、Um, when I heard the news that he was shot and killed、um, by those fucking idiots that are hoped to God they never see the light of day again, they like, I was at work and I just. I couldn't believe it, and then I went home and I just cried. Like I cried. My mom,、oh, my mom, she tried to help me, 
And then Melanie came over and just helped me. I was just crying nonstop. Um, so much so the next day I got um, a broken heart, which is what he had under his eye, tattooed on me. And I got XXX on the back of my arm. Um, the very next day, because it, I, I wish I could voice what he meant to me as a creator, like just as a creative person. But I don't know, it's one of those things that'll always stay with me. It's, I can never voice how much he means to me. And he will always be my number one favorite artist of all time. My kids will know him, they will know of him, they will know of everything. Um, and make their own opinion, of course. But yeah, X yeah. is, it's, it's kind of a lot to go into. Yeah, because I, I will say, it's like, whether your, whatever your opinion is on him, you can't kind of deny that he did try to like make, change lives and like make it change mine people. he yeah. saved my life yeah like he was that was his mission and he made an impact on people like whether whatever your opinion is he did make an impact and it's like i feel like a lot of people miss that mark sometimes and they just go straight to they they whatever the twitter headline says they don't yeah. look into it yeah, yeah. And, and that honestly is like a problem with so many people i hate that culture mom yeah it's just like that's how the whole thing with Eric Moran, that's where it started. Because he just was like, yeah, you support a women beater, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, there's no evidence saying he did anything. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no evidence. It's like people see one thing and they just run with that. Yeah, like, which I, I completely understand. I am guilty of doing that. Mm -hmm. But, like, X taught me to be more open-minded. He taught me to love myself. He taught me to love others, even if they don't love me. Yeah. So, that's, that, that's all. <laughs> um... I think that's all I want to talk about. But yeah, that is pretty much everything. This is very fun. It's like nice. I, I've only done one podcast before this, and this is a million times better. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was enjoyable. Um, so yeah, everyone, thank you for listening. Brandon, thank you for being on the first episode. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, everyone, please check out Brandon. His social media uh, down below. Social um, media, YouTube, all that stuff. You guys stay active on Mickey's accounts, though. Don't come to me and then don't be active on Mickey stuff. Always remember who, where you came from. Right? <laughs> yeah, if you made it this far, subscribe. That's helpful. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. And this concludes the last episode. Uh, oh, whoa, last episode. The whoa. first episode. <laughs> Short series. Oh, so yeah, that concludes the first episode of Social Media Introvert. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all next month. Bye. Bye.